0: Yes, hello. This is Sandeep here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. And um, yes, I've taken the step. Now, I just figured out. My wife said, "My uh, she was looking at some of the clips." Now, If you're wondering what I'm talking about, if you're listening to this, I don't have a video for this podcast uh, for this episode because it's just. Mm, I don't know I start every episode with this uh, conflict of video, video versus audio, but honestly speaking, man, I'm just not. A, just to get some video documentation or some capture some video I have to set it up I then have to worry whether it's the right lighting whether the the backdrop I don't even have a backdrop I just have a wall whether it's the right angles of the wall I'm like why the fuck am I focusing on things which aren't even my strengths right and now this email sorry these emails are carrying off uh, I'm sure you can't hear them but it's uh, in my head rather in my ears anyhow so I decided just fuck Video for this episode. Um, And of course, if I'm doing a Zoom call with the guests, and then I'll play it out on YouTube. But honestly, it's too much work for YouTube uh, in an era. I was looking at some of these YouTube revenue earners, right? I mean, for the amount of views they have, or the amount of subscribers they have, and watch time they have, yeah, it's a lot of work for that kind of thing. So I'm like, fuck it, I enjoy doing this, and I don't want it to be unenjoyable. And as a result, I took out video, and therefore, the justification. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I had my first corporate gig, in-person corporate gig, a live corporate gig, not a virtual online. Sir, are you doing now virtual gigs? I am not um, a big fan of virtual gigs. Of course, they pay. Then, of course, I'm a big fan of virtual gigs. But the ones which don't pay, and then they're like, no, but it'll be for a great cause. Like, fuck your cause. Because you know what? Um, I think your cause is... um, important but at the same time I need to be in the right space in my head to do it and if if you have worked with me well if you've worked with me before you know I've done a lot of gigs for causes but some people just fucking take that and run with it and the next thing in all aspects of life they want to fucking exploit you can you do another free gig please sir? it'll be very good uh, visibility like fuck your visibility and um fuck the fact that you even think that people should perform for free because your cause is so noble like yeah dude i think come forth and help and volunteer. And I think sometimes me me doing work at shelters or going and giving my time, I'd rather do a good show and raise money and raise awareness. But that doesn't mean that every charity and uh, every cause and his mom or her mom uh, can just sort of take that and leverage that goodwill uh, and exploit it to their benefit. So anyhow, I, I mean, I, the reason I said this is because I've done some shows for... Animal charities, right? Willingly, and I helped out, and I felt really proud that I could help in some small way. Uh, whether it was doing, uh, giving my time and my and my performance, and uh, there have been some of these which are great. Like uh, I think Cupa, there was this animal ambulance uh, service, and it's just like that, you know, good good people doing great work and much needed work in a city which is so fucking chaotic and where cruelty uh, dominates, but. These are the good ones. There are a couple of other ones which started off well and the next thing you know, um, you know, the, the, of course, I, I, I'm I not stopping anyone else from raising money for these guys and but it's just almost like you dilute it to such a point and then you just make it a comedy night which so happens. I'm like, fuck, figure it out, man. You know, you'd rather, um, you'd rather raise money and then go about spending that money for your cause than saying, oh, here's a fucking cash cow and now let's just milk it until it runs dry. I'm like, I, don't know, I know this is the kind of mindset with everyone, right? When the going's good, just fucking do it. And I, I'm not anyone here to preach saying right or wrong. But I'm like, don't fucking uh, take something for granted and then screw up the concept so no one else can do it again. Because no other, now, other animal... Uh, welfare associations can't really do it because every comedian's time is exhausted by this particular, one particular organization and the, the people are just like dude how many fucking shows do I go for when it's animal welfare right uh, so do it well raise the right amount raise awareness at the same time get a good crowd coming in so you have a significant amount of money to work with as opposed to like yeah fuck we raised 1000 rupees like dude Oh fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm very very happy on this episode. yeah just just yeah man uh, so anyhow, I had this in-person gig uh, for a bunch of uh, people who are in the real estate industry. It wasn't a real estate event. it was a real estate event. it was an organization hands real estate. great people uh, who organized it. Uh, I was just not on point. Uh, I felt um, felt a little you know weird because I just felt that I don't connect. I mean, I did my show, people laugh, let's put it out there. Did I eat a fat one? Uh, I ate a lot of fat ones, no. I didn't eat, uh, I didn't tank completely, but this is coming mainly from my point as a guy who's been doing comedy and who gets some pleasure from performing these jokes on stage for people. Now, of course, as a comedian, if you're hearing this, you know how shit some corporates can be. And yes, this was, the bar was open, there was an open bar. I mean, the bar was open and it was an open bar. So that's a double whining. Like people weren't buying drinks. It was free flowing liquor. And the situation at the bar was that the liquor was being served. And I mean, I'm glad because I fucking knocked back a few before going on. And um, it was all men... From the real estate industry, and yeah, they were they were chill. They were all meeting after a long time, after two years, in fact. So it was great. And I was like, man, you know, I don't want these guys to feel bummed out. They want to have a good time. They want to enjoy their drinks. They want to chat and want to catch up on what's been going on in their lives. So maybe the situation for me to perform was off, but the way they brought me up on stage was very kind. That we really look forward to your jokes, your session, as they call it. They don't call it you know, your stand up performance, they call it session because they think it's a speech and I, I I will say that after my thing, I call it my my session or my performance. The guys a great speech. So you know that those people aren't really there for comedy, right? When they, they sort of like they just are impressed with the fact that words came out of your face in a presentable a manner which impressed them then it's really comedy is not even the point of discussion right now whether it's a good set or a bad set whether it's good or bad performance it's it's yeah i think it's it's beyond uh, it's not even reached there it's just the ability to put words in 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 a coherent sense and project it over a microphone in a room full of people i think just impresses some people so that was the case but um it gave me a sense and i spoke to my wife about this like my because as, as as you probably heard in some of these episodes, I've kind of put some thought into who I am, who who I was, what I was going through, what I was sort of doing, and um, as a result of the lockdown and whatever I've decided to take up in my life with activities and things I want to do for myself, I've sort of got got to a place where uh, you know stand stand up hasn't been on the forefront, of course, but I've been relying on my old set, and now when I sort of look into this into this well where stand-up came material came from it's not the same well i'm looking into and the jokes that came out from that earlier well aren't really looking that appealing so that's the sort of dilemma i'm facing right now i have old material which i'm using at these shows but when i say it besides the fact that it's a good speech it's just not feeling right and uh, so uh, to cut a long story short uh, is I just need to look at this new well and see whether there's anything in there or i need to tap it so yeah that's my dilemma which came to the Forefront at the last show anyway I have another one coming up this week which is surprising because I really didn't i'm I'm, I'm on besides the fact that we we post this podcast on social media and the lovely somnath Phan, I almost messed your last name bro sorry somnath padi no I'm so sorry that I fucked up your last name. Um, P-A-D-H-Y. How's that pronounced? Padi. Padi. So I'm not Padi. Yeah, he's the guy who produces this. Uh, He posts it out there. And thank you for interacting with it. Uh, I do do check the post out and I'm tracking the comments. I don't think that I'm aloof. And anyone here who's... Yeah. Anyhow, fuck. What I'm trying to say is I'm off social media. And the fact that um, I have got these... I'm very, very thankful I got these gigs because it's a a lean time for performers out there. So I'm very thankful of th- uh, the fact that I got these shows. And um, yeah, speaking of that, hey, fucking Mark is in trouble. Well, he doesn't seem to give a shit. But it's almost like one of those bullies. I, I don't know, man, you probably heard me talk about how Facebook's a shitty platform uh, for various reasons, because it just sort of gets these cunty kind of people to the forefront. And they just want to be cunty all the time. And... Um, it turns out that I'm not the only one because apparently even Facebook employees like that lady, whatever her name is, Nancy Pelosi's... No, not that's someone fucking American. Just take an American name and say. Um, Francis, Francis Hogan. Shit, I'm fucking up last name. So, Somnath, that's clearly not her last name. I fucked up another last Hogan, Holden, Hogan, whatever her name is, uh, leaked bunch of papers, 11,000 documents, something. Man, that's a lot of photocopies. At least she should pay Facebook for that xerox bill like you know how in school we had like an account at these places like sir, Zagio like xerox bill end of the month so because we used to photocopy a lot of stuff for projects so this chick uh, lady of high repute has gone and leaked a bunch of stuff about facebook withholding studies uh turning off settings which prevent disinformation um which prevent information which is polarizing in nature from reaching people uh they've done a bunch of stuff to um I found this amazing. One part which I heard or read was this thing on how European, European. Yeah, I'm saying the word twice. European. Oh, fucking it, that's a tough one. It's European. You're very Indian way of saying European. And you have to get that little voice up. The European leaders, um, I suppose. European leaders. That's a BBC way of saying it. European leaders have come to the forefront showing concern that Facebook is a platform. As You want to say it in the presenter voice, Sandeep? Yeah, now just say European leaders. <laughs> anyway. So apparently European leaders... Also, um, approach Facebook saying, "Hey, hey, fucking, hey, Facebook, you fucker! Uh, what you're doing is um, you are forcing us to put out stuff that your algorithms like and present to our voting base or to our to our, to our populace, to the people we're trying to convince. So, what's make? So, it's not 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 only is Facebook um, putting out these algorithms that sort of drive this kind of polarizing content." But as a result, politicians who we thought were the bad ones are now saying, "Fuck! We are not the bad ones. It's Facebook." So, what's happened apparently is they have to come up with campaigns or whatever they use to convince the voting voter, voter, sorry, voter. I just suddenly became German. The voter base, the voting base that we need to convince. So the campaigns have to be more, um I won't say manipulative, but it has to be more direct. It has to be more sensationalist. It has to be more polarizing. Let's fucking use that word. Uh, So just like this, you know, let me give you an example. If I wanted this podcast to reach more people on, say, Facebook, I have to make it sound something really, really sort of like explosive and sensationalist. Like, um, and I don't know how to do that, man. Fuck, I just have bad title ideas. Uh, Like, for instance, um, Facebook whistleblower turns out to be a lesbian with an anger issue uh, or Mark Zuckerberg and Francis Hogan secret affair even though it's fucking bullshit or if you hate Facebook you hate human beings or some shit like that, or yeah, and and so that's what they were saying, they have to make these campaigns sound more ludicrous, more sensationalist, to get to that voting base, as a result, they have to change the messaging of their parties, and of their politics, which I think is a pretty fucked up thing, if politics, which is the, the biggest bad man for the longest time, and the politicians who are the baddest men, are also at the mercy of Facebook, Turns out Facebook is like that guy behind uh, the, the the veil in The Wizard of Oz. I never really watched it, but it's just one of those references which are commonly used and I'm going to use it as well without understanding it truly. But no, I think I know. It's it's the person pulling the strings, is Facebook. That's the power of information. That's the power of reach. So yeah, that's probably why uh, Facebook doesn't show you my podcast or Instagram, which is also fucking Facebook, which is also Twitter, because I'm not using titles that are false, misleading, clickbaity, I use topics that I find interesting and I at least have improved in some aspects because earlier I just come up with the hashtags which I found nice like soapy for dopey hashtag soapy dopey or hashtag uh, Sandeep not profound right? see things like that no one gives a fuck about those hashtags I used to like it but clearly that's not how hashtag, hashtags work hashtag that, might. but in Europe but so this is what Facebook has done and Francis you brave girl with a very very big photocopying bill. Ah, she's going to all sorts of places. She went to the, she went to Congress. She went to the Senate. No, she went. I think yeah, she went to the House. She went to the Senate. Now she's in the Parliament in England. Uh, house, uh, House. She's going to the House of some Commons and some Lords and making her case. And other whistleblowers. Ah, huh, motherfucker, hey, Francis. I thought you did that, and I join you. I mean, there's there are the, the the benefits. I mean, it's lovely how people are coming out on Facebook about Facebook. It's a bit weird, but. There are people coming out, man. It's crazy. Some stuff has happened. You know, like the fucking guy, Alec Baldwin. Someone gave him a gun, didn't tell him what was in it, whether it was loaded or blank, and he fucking shot a director of photography. And yeah, that's fucking pissing off that had happened. That some cunty stunt guy didn't check the gun, and this poor lady who just wants to bring out the best scene from behind the camera was just like, wait a second, this is Fuck. Yeah, and it really sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. But it's crazy what else going on. I, I And of course, it's, yeah, we have... We, the, the shit was happening earlier, which is that it wasn't brought to our notice because we didn't have access to this information and the news being updated so frequently and, you know, also presented in such a manner where it gets your attention like, oh my God, what the fuck, prop gun. It's crazy. So what does it mean for any of us listening to this or talking right now or whatever we're doing I'm talking but so you're listening I don't know does it mean we all have to become extreme in our views and extreme in the way we present information to get people's attention because everyone is screaming so who the fuck wants to hear or listen I don't know I'm going to go ahead and continue doing this um and man it's if money is your only motivation or fame or publicity or ooh, my god my stomach's growling um uh, it's, it's a very different game you got to play out there on these platforms. But I love doing this and I'm not committed to any platform. I'm not defined by any contract. So I just love doing this because it. even though I'm in, a, in an off mood today, not feeling the best, I still enjoy doing this because it gives me a way to explore what I'm feeling, what's going on in my head. Am I, do I have interesting things to share with you? Am I sort of becoming stagnant? Am I becoming regressive in my views? Am I becoming too stuck in my opinions? Um, it gives me a chance to grow, honestly speaking, and gives me a chance to look at myself uh, from the point of view of this podcast. So I kind of almost look at myself um, as a as the podcaster looking at Sandeep and looking into that brain. So it's a, it's a bit of a weird situation. Uh, so yeah, I enjoy doing it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. So. Of course, I'd love to hear what you have to say. And for that friend of mine, Mr. Abirup, I don't know, I'm having a bad day with names. Somnath, I apologize for your last name being mispronounced. Uh, Francis, if you're listening to this, I apologize. Um, I doubt she is. A guy called Abirup. He asked me about what happened to my anal sex jokes. Hey, there's one of those things that I could explain. I I had an anal sex joke, which was nice. Hmm, I forget what it was. So it's had something to do with the best best prophylactic is anal sex. So uh, yeah, I'm going to explore the new well, and that's where maybe there's a new fountain of anal sex wisdom waiting to be discovered for me. So if you're holding your breath, yeah, continue to hold on. And for the rest of you who don't care about my anal sex jokes, it doesn't matter because I've got a new well to tap and to explore. And I think it's going to be interesting going forward how they are going to attempt to break up something as massive as Facebook and Alphabet or Google or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Because then again, who's the bad man there? Are uh, the politicians going to do it? But do they know enough how to do it? Or is there going to be another opportunity, another avenue for exploitation where they can take kickbacks and say, uh, you know, we like this, we don't like this. And then as a result, the same game continues. Or the re- same, same game restarts and resets itself for new things and for new exploitation and for new ways to make money, get rich. And, you know, the corrupt will benefit from it. Who knows? And... Um, who wants to speculate? Let's fucking wait for things to unravel. I am just observing and talking about it. I'm a commentator. I'm not a I'm not an I'm not a forecaster. I'm not a business trendsetter. I'm not an expert. So they are as clueless as I am, just to let you know, by the way. Speaking of fucking weird timing, I just got an email. Why did I say that? Weird timing. Like I'm someone who's just here. I got a an email about mouthwash. Fucking A, my computer is giving me hints that I have a, No, I do. I just brush my teeth, you piece of shit, computer. And the mic, maybe, the mic is like, can you fucking sit a little back? Yeah. Anyhow, let's find out how things unravel and whether the chaos continues, whether it gets more intense. Just like climate change. People are like, the patterns that we knew are changing. Good, change is good. Learn to let go and stop being such a bitch about everything. Not you. I'm not talking to you specifically. Just generally saying some of these people who've got... Gosh, my God, Dave Chappelle's special is so offensive. No, it's great. It's the most amazing comedic work. Like, stop it, man. Just We don't want to hear about it. Watch it. Come up with a fucking opinion that you're proud of. And here's the a, here's a thing. You know what you can do? Fucking don't have to express it. Not everything that you have an opinion on uh, or uh, not every opinion you have on everything, it has to be shared with the world. So, sometimes it's great and this is a great thing. Let me tell you how to, how to do this. Um, sit down uh, and shut the fuck up. It's pretty simple. On that note, I hope you are well. Enjoy yourselves uh, in life, overall. And, um, thanks for listening to this podcast in general and to this episode in particular. I hope... Everything's good. Till next time. Goodbye. God bless and take care of yours. Take care of all. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode.